Hey everybody, and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, a retrospective pro wrestling podcast network where we romanticize, fantasize, watch, and review your favorite or not-so-favorite storylines, matches, events, and or feuds from your pro wrestling past. I'm one half of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and as always, I am joined here, back, reunited, and it feels so good, with Dave Rosenbluth, Davey Boy Rosenbluth. I like it. I like I, I like the Davy Boy introduction. I haven't heard that one. But you're not smoking crack. Uh, no, no, it's, it was on. He took my fucking towel. Um, yeah, I've, I haven't heard that one since I was maybe nine, because um, I've been called Davy Boy quite a lot when I was a kid. I used to like it when I was younger, but then it became Davy Crockett, King of the Wild Frontier, and then I wanted to fucking kill someone. So, but other than that, oh, no. like you know, I, I appreciate the um, the the grandiose introduction. How are you? You're you're welcome. I'm doing great. I am uh, on a on a wrestling kick again, uh, ready for WrestleMania season again. We uh, took a break. We're kind of like uh, the WWE on the network here, at least for me. Uh, you you keep it strong. You're almost like a AEW. Um, um, I, I'm more or less like WWE. I I push into motion WrestleMania season and beyond, and then uh, kind of there. I'm the reverse of them. Instead of Royal Rumble to there, to WrestleMania, I do WrestleMania and beyond to December. Okay. And then I take a little right. break. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it's great to be back with you. Uh, you've been on a roll. Uh, a lot of great podcasts as of lately. Um, the new Blind Date Diaries are going well. You want to let everybody know what's going on and kicking out at Tuland, uh, including those podcasts. Yeah, um, we had a we had a couple of Blind Date Diaries with uh, Wrestle War 1990 and a Leap Day bonus of uh, WCW Super Brawl Two. Um, up in the streams that are available on the uh, the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Podbean, as well as uh, you know, like you said, it's WrestleMania season, so I've been cranking out WrestleMania content. We have a, a um, uh, a mania show closers mount rushmore concept where chris donovan and i discuss the four greatest uh, main events in wrestlemania history the last match on the card not the headline match not the 12 other main events that they have scheduled the one that ends the show those are the that's the criteria uh we cover that as well as um you know uh matches that almost made the cut um we also get um get into uh uh, the, the trading places concept that I have on kicking out of two a little bit altered this time around as I discussed the possibilities of the dream match that got away the WrestleMania dream match that got away Austin versus Hogan it could have happened not at not one but two WrestleManias I discussed the scenarios as to why they didn't take place as well as my fantasy booking experience booking Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Hulk Hogan from WrestleManias 18 and 19 and uh, why I think they could have worked um, we also have um, a two-for-one rated R binge watch party in celebration of uh, Edge making his return. We watched Chris Donovan and I once again meet up and uh, watch two WrestleMania classics from Edge, the first triangle ladder match with him and Christian against the Hardys and the Dudleys, and the inaugural Money in the Bank ladder match that he won from WrestleMania 21. Um, the Fanny Pack series makes a comeback during WrestleMania season as we have five random topics discussed 
uh, in the fanny packs. Subjects that I couldn't dedicate an entire show to, so I just lumped them all together and threw them in the fanny pack. WrestleMania edition, we got, got good and bad uh, grandiose WrestleMania entrances we talk about. We talk about mm-hmm. underrated WrestleMania matches. We talk about matches that almost took place at WrestleMania. We talk about the possibility of ever seeing Undertaker and Sting at a WrestleMania. Mm. Um and and so much more in that and then of course um we, we we close out wrestlemania um season on kicking out at two with a wrestlemania 11 watch along as we watch that show from start to finish you can find all of those shows up on the retromania pro wrestling podcast network um over on podbean or by searching retromania with a w you'll find all the shows from kicking out at two over there from this past month and beyond since the beginning of kicking out at two in the summer of 2018 and that is oh and by the way I got to plug the social media too because I wouldn't be a good co host if I didn't plug my social media. Um, Facebook.com forward slash kicking out of two, as well as our Twitter handle. Our handle's at kicking out two. You can find all kinds of great retro pro wrestling stuff over there, all about my fandom and then some over there on both Facebook and Twitter. So check it out. Yeah, great content. And as always, Dave, uh, you've really built up your archive uh, as well as uh, helping build out the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network archive, uh, 211 podcasts as of right now, as of this recording. And as of this recording, we're about three weeks away. We're breaking kayfabe right now. We're about three weeks away from WrestleMania. Isn't that right, Dave? Yeah, we are. We are three weeks away. Um, Full disclosure, um, because of... uh, you know my, uh, my my work schedule and my real life. Um, I tend to record a a large number of um, of podcasts in a short period of time, so that. I can, uh, you know, you know, have that real life, spend time with my wife, work, pay the bills, do all the nonsense, but still dedicate my my pro wrestling podcasting to all of you. Um, so to make sure I have new content out each and every week. And uh, I recorded the whole month of March ahead of time. So it's up in the streams. Uh, you can check it out. Um, but yeah, we are just about three weeks away from WrestleMania and, uh, you know, at the time of this recording. Um, but there's a chance that by the time this show drops on WrestleMania weekend, there might not be a wrestlemania which is something that is unheard of um hopefully by the time Mm. this this drops um this this conversation will mean jack and shit but um for me as a fan i mean to think about you know um there not being a wrestlemania um or a rescheduling of a wrestlemania it's just not the same um and how ironic that this show we're doing is a top 10 worst WrestleMania countdown of all time. And it's probably, you know, very fitting that this show could drop on the weekend that WrestleMania doesn't happen. Um, I just find like the, 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 the irony in some of that. Um, what is your take on this whole, uh, at the time of this recording, this whole coronavirus um, threat to uh, WrestleMania and as well as to our American culture, you know, and society. Is it not weird that it's Corona, and it's a Buccaneer, and it's in Tampa, and it's all about boarding boats? <laughs> Army matey. It's all connected. It's Vince McMahon. It was me, goddammit, it was me all along. Oh, uh, yeah, he planned it all. Coronavirus was Vince. Uh, no, this is, um, this is a different time of... Um, uh, it, like I haven't been around something like this. I don't know in my lifetime. Have you? Something this serious? No. N- no. 
uh, where we're the closest thing like I could say is we've talked like about 9/11. swine flu, swine flu, nine eleven, mad cow disease. Those things have not been like nine eleven has been the highest security. Yeah. This is like shutting down flights. Um, we're talking about the March Madness is going to be played with uh, no audience, um, and you and I talked analog before we recorded. Uh, WrestleMania can't perform in front of an empty audience. Yeah. Not at this level. I mean, yeah, oh, I mean, it's a, it's the thing is that like there's a lot that goes into WrestleMania, and of course, you know, a city that hosts it. But you know, Tampa bid millions of dollars to host WrestleMania, um, and it would it it would be it wouldn't be beneficial for all parties involved for them to still put on this show with no audience in the stadium. It would just be a waste of space if you think about it. You know what I mean? Like what are you going to do? You're going to have the entire locker room and maybe friends and family of the, of the wrestlers and the employees sit sit in the crowd. You could maybe fill out the fucking first 10 rows on all four sides. It's all the, the NXT, it's all the NXT yeah. staff. And they're all like NXT, NXT. So, they like take over wrestling. Media. I'm no, sorry. no, that's Go. okay. <laughs> yeah, you might have to call on them to be a part of the audience. They had to call on them a few months back when you know the the wrestlers were stuck in Saudi Arabia um, to fill out a SmackDown. So I mean, it wouldn't it wouldn't yeah. be surprising if they called on on them to to fill out an audience. But yeah, I mean. It's very strange, and you know, like I said, hopefully by the time this show drops, um, you know, in uh, in uh, early April, that. Uh, we won't, you know, this conversation won't mean anything. I mean, as of right now, currently, as we're recording this, it is March the 11th, 2020, on a Wednesday evening at 7.55 p.m. That's how real time I'm getting with you guys here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the, the city of Tampa Bay um, uh, posted a tweet earlier this afternoon stating that WrestleMania was going to go on as planned and if there was any cancellations, you needed to discuss that with WWE. They even tagged WWE in the post. And then not long after that, a dirt sheet writer um, from the page WrestleVotes on Twitter, who has been pretty consistent with his news, um, has uh, posted a tweet saying that there's a chance that this is going to be canceled. And then the mayor of Tampa went on the local radio station 102.5 and uh, let me find that 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 quote for you I should have my notes right in front of me but I don't Um, she said that everything will be decided at 5 p.m. tomorrow evening Um, they hope the show goes ahead but will take advice from others and when I mean 5 p.m. tomorrow evening that's March the 12th she said that they are concentrating on getting the correct information out, educating people, and not panicking. She does not believe it's a given that everyone will get it if there are large crowds. Um, as a community, they are prepared for information to, to flow in, and they have those test kits when they need them. More numbers are expected, mainly related to travel, but no panic. Um, and then... Um, like I said, the mayor sounds like she wants to go ahead with this uh, because it's it's a huge financial um, undertaking for both you know the city as well as WWE. Um, but the mayor did say that she was not going to be influenced by WWE. Now there are a lot of entertainment and entities and and professional sports associations that are um, 
that are altering their events. Um, you know, the NCAA men and women's basketball tournaments are going to be played in front of, um, you know, uh, uh, arena, limited arena staff and um, family of the, uh, the, the the players. But no, they won't be selling tickets um, to the to the general public in in those in those scenarios. Uh, Pearl Jam, Adam Sandler, a number of musical acts have canceled their tours, um, or at least have postponed them. I should say. Um, Coachella, big music festival, not happening. Um, South by Southwest in Austin, Texas, not happening. Um, the E3 convention has been canceled for 2020. So I mean, there is, there's a, there's, there's a lot of concern amongst you know worldwide regarding um, this situation. And hopefully by the time, like I said, this show drops um, in early April on the you know WrestleMania weekend, that you know. This will be an afterthought, and this will be in the rear view, and things will be under control, and WrestleMania will go on as planned. Because as a wrestling fan, I can't imagine WrestleMania not taking place or being rescheduled at a later date. It's never happened before in my in my in my fandom, and I think it, I think no. it would be. I mean, I, I I'm as a wrestling fan. Yes, I'm being selfish here. Okay, wanting to see. WrestleMania take place because despite whether the card is great or not, you always look forward to WrestleMania. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling, regardless. Everybody watches it in one form or another. If you don't follow all year long, you you, you make sure you watch WrestleMania. So, um, as a fan, yes, selfishly, I'd like f- to see the show go on. But um, as a human being, you know, understanding the gravity of the situation, the seriousness surrounding this epidemic that the that the World Health Association has uh, claimed it is. Um, as a human being, I get it. I totally get it, and I understand if 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 things have to be rescheduled or canceled entirely. Yeah, it um it we'll see by tomorrow we will find out. But um, as of this recording, we are going to set forth. But as the date of this drop, um, segue here, you know what that date is, um, from last year. That is the date from, uh, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, that is the date when, uh, when we, um, we did our first uh, WrestleMania weekend collaboration, giving you guys the top ten best WrestleManias of all time. Yes, indeed, and that was also the launch of the weekend of the Retromania, Retromania Pro, Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Podcast, Podcast Network. There you go. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Um, yeah, a big weekend for us. So it's been one year. Um, we have had a lot of podcasts go down. And as always, you can catch up on those on the archive. As Davis spoke of, you can find us on Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, searching Retromania with a W. We have Gaijin Wrestling Radio, Hawkmania is Dead, The Origins of Attitude, plenty of bonus episodes, and all the kicking out of two shows and content. And we have a new podcast. Isn't that right, Dave? That's right. A new podcast that's on that's right cool truth with ac and white house as they um they do a uh we're bringing a little aew flavor to the uh the the retro mania network they're going to recap um aew dynamite on a weekly basis and go over the storylines as well as the aew pay-per-views um ac's a friend of mine we tried getting him on board last year um timing just wasn't right but you know uh you know cool truth with ac and white house uh i'm looking forward to them joining uh, joining us and uh hopping on board the retro mania pro wrestling podcast network um you know ac's got a, a his own brand of opinion like everybody does but um you know he's, he's he's good to talk wrestling with and he's got a he's 
I think I think for you AEW fans out there that listen to this network and to these shows, I think you'll dig what he's get, what he's got to say. Absolutely, it goes hand in hand. I enjoyed the first episode that he dropped, and you can find that on the archive. And I'm sure by the time that this drops, you can find a couple more episodes by yep. then. Um, so let's get into this uh, top ten worst WrestleManias, yes. right? We are. We, we, last <laughs> year we did the best. This year we do the worst. I love it. I love it. Uh, top tens should be uh, maybe a thing for us, like a bonus monthly thing. Yeah, we could we could, we could try and incorporate that somehow. If it's not monthly, bi monthly or whatever. But yeah, you know, top ten countdowns. Uh, those are always fun. We should put that poll up there and uh, ask fans, and then uh, they can let us yeah. know. But uh, l- let's let's kind of recap last year's events. Do you remember last year's events of the top ten WrestleManias that we recalled? Uh, I together? remember most of them. I remember your number one, and I was scratching my head at your number one. Well, um, yeah. So I'm gonna have to call a retcon on my number one. <laughs> okay. Um, we're we're gonna go back on this list real quickly before we jump into our uh, worst list. Okay. Um, so if you guys want to listen to that full episode and the reasons why, uh, I suggest you do. It's it dropped last year, April fifth or fourth, I believe, um, of two thousand and nineteen. So uh, yeah, let's let's go. My number ten was WrestleMania thirteen. Your number ten was WrestleMania ten. My number nine was WrestleMania 10. Your your number nine was WrestleMania 7. My number eight was WrestleMania 12. Your number eight was WrestleMania 22. My number seven was WrestleMania 31. Your number seven was WrestleMania 24. My number six was WrestleMania 24. Your number six was WrestleMania 30. My number five was WrestleMania 26. Your number five was WrestleMania 31. My number four was WrestleMania 25. Your number four was WrestleMania 19. My number three was WrestleMania 30. Your number three was WrestleMania 14. My number two was WrestleMania 17. Your number two was WrestleMania 3. My number one was WrestleMania 6, which I'm retconning to WrestleMania 3. I should have had it as number 3. I had it as 3, and while we were recording, I switched it to number 6 because that's I was going to go with a tie, but I didn't okay. want to do that. Um, I, will, I will have 6 as honorable mention on the list. Uh, number 3 is one of the top. I've watched it again and again since we've done that recording, and I'm like, why didn't I say that, you know? Uh, So, anyhow, your number one is WrestleMania 17. So we swapped ones and twos if we retcon it. But we had a lot of the same ones. We both had WrestleMania 10. We both had WrestleMania 31. We both had WrestleMania 24. We both had WrestleMania 30. We both had WrestleMania 17. And we both had WrestleMania three. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. So, how many is that total that we had together? Five. Let's keep it. Let's keep five. Okay. Or let's six. See if we can, let's six. See. Six. Okay. Six. So let's see what we let's see what we come up with this year with our worst. How many of them that we agree on as our worst and uh, top ten in WrestleMania history? Well, I can tell you right now, you're going to be disappointed because one of your favorites on the top tens is one of my worst. Really? Yes. 
All right. So you so, so you, are you going first, or, or is that is that further down the the, the it's list? further down the list. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I, I'll I'll let you go first this year. You want to let me go first this Absolutely. year? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, thank you very much. I appreciate the honors. Coming in at number ten for my top ten worst WrestleManias of all time. At the time, twenty plus years ago, I wouldn't have considered this the worst. But in hindsight, looking back on it, it it it's it. It deserves a place on this list, and I'm going to go with WrestleMania 15. Um, to me, WrestleMania 15, looking back, was a it was an extended episode of Monday Night Raw. Raw was two hours back then. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Now it's three hours. This was a three-hour episode of Raw with maybe like two good matches. The X-Pac-Shane McMahon match, which I was pleasantly surprised by back then, and I'll still watch that match to this day, and the Steve Austin Rock main event. Everything else on this card sucked a big fat dick. And this was Vince Russo at his finest. I mean, he, he had an, uh, an angle mid-show with Vince and Big Show and um, the, the, you know, the whole situation with the guest referee for the main event. And then you had that horrible hell in the cell with undertaker and the big boss man and the, you know, the, the, the brawl for all. And just the way that the, the way the card was built and then how they made so many changes to it. And then what they gave us and 20 something years ago, I thought it was a fun show, but looking back on it, I was like, this was one of the worst WrestleManias of all time because of just like I said, it was. It felt like a um, a three hour, you know, a three hour raw in a sense. Um, and I just, I, I, I feel like, you know, this was this was 1999 at its finest, but it didn't really hold well to this day in tw- in 2020. So coming in at my number ten, WrestleMania 15. Um, you stole all the words out of my mouth. That's funny. That's my number ten. Uh, really? Yes, WrestleMania 15. Okay. Just for All some right. of the same reasons, dude. Um, I mean, we had the the hardcore stuff with Al Snow, Billy Gunn. Uh, you know, I mean, just the the brawl for all, like you said. I mean, just a bunch of stuff with the Undertaker, the Hell in the Cell. That was the worst one ever. Um, yep. Yeah. Just yes. a lot of bad stuff there. I mean, minus the Stone Cold and Rock match, like you said, and minus the other one. Um, Shane McMahon and X-Pac was not bad. Yeah, given it was Shane McMahon's first real match. I mean, you know, it was – and and the whole setup. Like, some people, when it comes to that WrestleMania, you know, that match is – probably most remembered from when Hunter turned on X-Pac and turned on DX, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. People think like, ah, it wasn't really that great, but uh, like the surprise element I enjoyed. Um, and plus I think it was time. I think DX had kind of run its course at that point. Um, and I think, I think it was time that they, um, that, that they had made some changes and I thought it was, um, uh, I thought it was a nice way to, um, to bookend the match and, to you know, elevate Hunter because he was, he he was he was really like to me triple h at that time was the now how how can i phrase this properly um he was like the main eventer that stayed too long in the mid card 
He was like the guy that graduated college five years ago, but still goes to the fucking parties. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he, like it was time. It was do or die. Like he needed to go to the main event, and and this was the move, you know, to do it by turning on X Pac. And I thought it was it was it was about that time. Yeah. Um. So that's our number ten together. Uh, WrestleMania 15. Uh, so you're next. Uh, we'll see if we. Do, well, do you want do you want to go and give us nine? I'll I'll let you go since I kind of took took the majority of that one. Yeah, why don't you go next? Give us nine. Sure. Number nine. I will. I'm going with number WrestleMania 29 uh, from New York, New Jersey, April 7th, 2013. Um, I mean. It's The Rock and John Cena for the second time. They built it up with The Rock coming for a year, and it was predictable. And then we had Triple H and Brock Lesnar. Uh, not the not the greatest buildup, um, and not the best match from the guys that you wanted to see. I mean, I don't know. It just wasn't a time for that. Wrestling wasn't... Uh, Wrestling wasn't about pushing the older guys then. Everybody wanted to see CM Punk and Daniel Bryan, uh, which we had Daniel Bryan held in the tag team uh, championship match with Kane against Big E Langston and Dolph Ziggler. And then we had Fandango appear or debut and beat Chris Jericho, one of the all-time greats. And now look at Fandango and look at what they've done with him. Um or not done right alberto del rio (laughs) and jack swagger in a world heavyweight championship match um that was kind of like lackluster we 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 didn't know it was going that direction until the very end um and then the undertaker and cm punk i think that was the only highlight of the event you know um yeah uh you know and then the shield there of course making their debut but uh, this is one of the first ones that was on the WWE Network. So I remember watching this live, which was pretty cool. Because uh, I was paying 10 bucks for it. Um, but it felt like it was a $10 pay-per-view. <laughs> this was on the network? Yes. Really? This is the first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I believe this was the first one on the network, correct? 2013. I thought the, I thought the network debuted in 2014. Uh, may, I could be mistaken. May, I don't know. For some reason, I remember watching this. Okay, well maybe I'm unless uh, you, unless, unless you paid the sixty dollars. No, I did. I definitely did. I remember watching this streaming. But that's my uh, number okay. nine is 29. All right. Um, I'll reserve my comments for later because. This show is on my list. Oh, nice. Um, yes. So that makes two. Um, coming in at my number nine, this is what I like to call the WrestleMania that they tried too hard. And now I'm referring to WrestleMania 32 from uh, AT&T Stadium in Dallas, Texas. Um, this WrestleMania had potential to be just be, just based on the fact that it was being held in the largest sporting arena in the United States with, you know, the Cowboy Stadium holding over 100,000 people. Um, this had potential to be one of the greatest WrestleManias of all time. Um, and then they got snake bitten with injuries. John Cena was out. Randy Orton was injured. 
Seth Rollins was out. Um, three big guys as a part of their regular rotation in the roster out of action and unable to be a part of WrestleMania. Um, and this was also the year that they were they they had pushed um, you know the Roman Reigns Triple H storyline, um, kind of trying to recreate the whole evil boss versus the rebellious you know baby face um and it just didn't really connect um they they tried as hard as they could to put out to pull out all the stops with this show um steve austin Shawn michaels and mick foley pretty much wiped out the league of nations in the new day in one fell swoop um as great as that pop was that austin got in texas it was just it it I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of the, the segment itself. Um, there's that. Um, they wasted they wasted an opportunity with Brock Lesnar and Dean Ambrose. I really feel like they did. Um, they could have, you know, they could have made Dean Ambrose into this huge star with a gutsy performance over Brock, and it was like a a a nine minute suplexathon. Um, in a no holds barred match that didn't really that just kind of left a lot to be desired um they brought shane mcmahon back versus undertaker didn't really care for that as cool as it was to see shane back you knew undertaker was gonna win they had a stipulation where if shane lost he had you know he was gonna leave wwe or something but they couldn't even hold themselves to that because the next night he was still on raw and he was made into like an authority figure um the only real bright spots on this show were probably um, the girls' match with Charlotte, Becky, and Sasha, and um, the AJ Styles-Chris Jericho match. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And then the Intercontinental title match with um, Zack Ryder getting a surprise victory in that ladder match. Uh, that's really about it. Everything else about that show, like, I could have cared less about. Even, like, when The Rock came out and, like, through the flamethrower, you know, and, 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 and did that stuff with the Wyatts. It was and like squash the Wyatts. It, yeah. I was just like, all right. You know, like, and like I said, they lost, you know, a lot of key guys, Orton, Cena and Rollins, you know, three big players, a part of their roster that could have filled out three big matches, you know, to, to make that card something special. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, they, they, they did what they could with the hand they were dealt with. Um, but yeah, this is not, this is definitely not one of my favorite WrestleManias. Is it a sight to see when you watch it in that stadium in front of all those people? Hell yeah. It's a cool looking visual, Yeah, but that's about it. Um, <clears throat> my number eight is WrestleMania 32. Uh, so I'm okay. going to piggyback off what you said and I'm just going to just add one more detail. Yeah, yeah, go for it. It was too long. Uh, you look at the yes. match times, the match total for all the times I did the math earlier is only two hours and 30 minutes. The whole, and it was like a, almost a five hour show, yes. right? Yeah. Why? You know, why? Just yeah. give it give it to us, you know? Um, yeah. I, I remember watching this live and being tired and trying to watch it with friends. And I... I, I I was like, man, I, I don't know if I can stay up, but I did. And I remember going home the next, or that night and just, well, the next day, basically, what by the time it ended. Yeah. And I was like, man, that was like, that didn't feel like a good WrestleMania to go home to. I wasn't elated like I was with uh, uh, 
they did a good job with Kofi Kingston and Daniel Bryan. That was great. Um, yeah. yeah. I went home happy there. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, 32, <clears throat> big fail. And you, 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 you went into great detail there. And, again, we have a match on our uh, worst WrestleMania list. Yeah, that's that's number three right yes. there. So, and then we're not even halfway through the countdown. So, go figure. Um, my number eight is WrestleMania 27. <laughs> um, I was at this WrestleMania, and all I remember from this WrestleMania was the weekend I shared with my my brothers and my friends. We spent a lot of time. Um, drinking that weekend and uh, we managed to um, our hotel was was stationed next door to the WWE's hotel and there was a skywalk in between our hotel and their hotel where we can get access to the hotel bar and as long as you had a running tab they didn't kick you out so we pretty much parked our asses there the entire weekend and wrestling fans knew about it and the place was swarmed with people um <laughs> So that's really like my biggest memory from that WrestleMania um, in, re- in regards to being a positive memory. Um, you know, was it cool to see The Rock come back? Absolutely. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, but, you know, at the same time, it was kind of like, you know, I was disappointed that like he didn't have a match on that card. Um, he was the host, but they were obviously laying the groundwork for him and John Cena. And, um, you know, we saw that. Um, you know, come to fruition, uh, you know, the following year. But, um, you know, let's talk about this card for a minute here. Um, Edge and Del Rio, solid opener um, for the world title. Uh, Ray and Cody, uh, not a bad match either. I like that storyline. Um, but then it just kind of goes downhill from there. Um, you have The Core, Wade Barrett, Ezekiel Jackson, Ugh. Justin Gabriel, and Heath Slater taking on Big Show Kane, Kofi Kingston, and Santino Morella in like this 30-second squash eight-man tag. It was it was awful. Um, Randy Orton and CM Punk wasn't bad, but most people remember that match from the finish. Um, Jesus Christ, Jerry Lawler and Michael Cole. How could I forget? Awful. Absolutely brutal. Um, the fact that they tried to make Michael Cole look like, you know, Bill Dundee, an equal to Jerry mm-hmm. Lawler. Bill Dundee was, you know, one of Lawler's biggest rivals in the Memphis days. Um, was just appalling. The finish was was stupid. Um, Undertaker and Triple H wasn't a bad match. Probably the match of the night on that card. Um, but the main event, Cena and Miz, just, I, I didn't really care for it. Um and then the, the run-in with The Rock. The only thing that saved that match, I think, was the run-in with The Rock. Um, but other than that, it really wasn't a, That WrestleMania was really nothing to write home about. Yeah, I will reserve my thoughts for that. It's later on my list. Okay. All right. <laughs> Let's so. go to number seven. I will go with WrestleMania 11. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Just never been a fan of this one. And it's, I mean, we got the Allied Powers, Lex Luger and British Bulldog defeating the Blue Brothers in a nothing match. Razor Ramon with 1-2-3-Kid defeating Jeff Jarrett for the Intercontinental Championship by disqualification so he doesn't win the title with the roadie. And then The Undertaker defeats King Kong Bundy 
um, in like a five-minute match. And Owen Hart and his special surprise uh, tag partner Yokozuna uh, defeat the Smoking Guns for the Tag Team Championships in like ten minutes. Nothing match. And then Bret Hart defeats... Bob Backlund in an I quit match in 10 fucking minutes with Robbie Roddy Piper going, you give up, you give up, you give up in the, in the most <laughs> boring holds match ever. Um, then we have Diesel and Shawn Michaels, which is the, the, the match of the card well, minus the headliner. Um, the two headliners did well. Lawrence Taylor against Bam Bam Bigelow. But the Diesel and Shawn Michaels match was different because the, the heel was getting cheered, you know? Yeah. Uh, and nobody wanted Diesel. And then the end, the jackknife that was sloppy, uh, just kind of ruins it for me. And then the distraction from Pamela Anderson and Jenny, Jenny McCarthy uh, just, you know, being involved there. And it's just... Uh, it's too much of a I, I, I'm a wrestling purist like focus on the wrestling not the uh, not the side not the side uh, entertainment stuff um, yeah. and then Lawrence Taylor being a being a football player in the headline of it against Bam Bam Bigelow I mean they put on a hell of a match with Pat Patterson as a special guest referee for uh, like 12 minutes um, but this is not what wrestling should be, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And that's why it's on my top ten. Okay. I will reserve judgment for later because, once again, we are kind of on the same wavelength here. This 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 show um, makes it uh, into this countdown here. Coming in at number seven for me, I talked about it earlier, and uh, I'm reserving my judgment for right now. Uh, WrestleMania 29 um, coming in at number seven on this list. I was also at this WrestleMania. Um, I attended this show, and uh, it was it was probably one of the worst experiences live, not because of the creative of the of the 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 show itself but the fact that it was cold man it was cold oh. it was like 50 it was like 50 degrees and windy now you know let me illustrate how cold it was by reminding everyone that the year prior wrestlemania 28 was in miami and i was at that show and that was a great show and just the weather was perfect all week long it was like sunny and 80s and you couldn't you know th- there was there wasn't a bad day of weather that whole week that we were there. So I was kind of hoping that lightning would strike twice going to WrestleMania in New York. You know, it's, it's early April. Maybe the weather will kind of break. No, didn't break. Um, it was pretty damn cold. Um, and where we were sitting, um, at the time, um, we were sitting in the end zone, um, behind the announcer's table in like the, the lower bowl of the bleachers. And they had this big spotlight, that was pretty much in our face the majority of the evening. We could see the matches for the most part, but there was a point in time where um, there was a spotlight that was just in our face, and um, it made it at times it made it difficult. Um, but you know, like you said, Jack Swagger and Del Rio for the world title. Who gave a shit about that match? Nobody did. Why? Because the people in the audience were chanting, "We want Ziggler," because they wanted him to cash in the money in the bank during that match. Um, he wouldn't end up doing it till later in the night. But you know, that's how much people didn't care about this match. Um, 
Rock and Cena uh, twice in a lifetime for the title. Um, ironically enough, um, I don't mind this match because this match um, I thought you know told a better story than the one the year prior. Um, Undertaker Punk was was a great match. I'm not the biggest CM Punk guy, but um, it was still a fun match. But you pretty much knew like honestly, Undertaker should have called it quits a year prior. Like walk like when he walked out with Triple H and Sean when they did that whole curtain call thing at the end of that Hell in the Cell match and the the graphics at twenty and zero on the screen that's when he should have left. Mm-hmm. But he had the match with Punk and I felt like Punk should have been in the title picture. If anything, Punk should have been the champ going in and Cena and Rock should have faced him in a triple exactly. Threat. You know what I mean? Like that's what should the main event should have been. Triple H and Brock Lesnar. I never cared for their matches. No, I just I mean. As, as the chemistry just wasn't there and by the whole Triple H puts his career on the line um, if he doesn't beat Brock he knew he like, wasn't you know, going to lose he knew he wasn't going to lose number one number two like you had Shawn Michaels out there like it's just another I love Shawn but you know that was just another reason to have him come out there with his bald spot and fucking you know, <laughs> you know trot around in his cowboy hat you know and, and do his fucking dick dance and talk about um, news Jack yeah, you know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, the, the Fandango? Fan fucking Dango and Jericho? Come on. That's not a WrestleMania match. Like, you know, it's funny. It's funny that you brought that up earlier. You talked about, you know, this being his big debut. Um, there was a, 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 a Jericho podcast I listened to a few years ago. He was actually talking with uh, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, whatever. And um, Jericho said that... Um, you know, that year for WrestleMania, Vince had thrown out a few ideas at him. And originally it was going to be Jericho and Ryback because they wanted to get Ryback over. But then that got changed. Then it was going to be Jericho and Ziggler because when Jericho was last on TV, he had a rivalry with Ziggler and Ziggler got him fired on Raw or whatever. So they were going to kind of renew that. Well, it's like, okay, that'll be a great match. But then they changed it to Jericho and Fandango with like three weeks. And Jericho said that Vince, Vince paid him nicely, like gave him a nice little WrestleMania bonus for trying to get that match over. Like it was like in such a short period of time, he was very um, giving to Jericho because it wasn't um, it wasn't an ideal match for Jericho at a WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, so to, a lot of fan, a lot of you know fans have said that that WrestleMania is probably one of the worst. I would agree. Um, it just didn't. I felt like the card just it didn't live up to WrestleMania, no. and I felt like there were different things that they could have done to make it better. But I I feel like. Because it was the New York region and the New York area and, and Northeast wrestling fans are so um, loyal and passionate and they sold – that was a legit sellout. They didn't paper any seats. Like they legit sold that, pla- sold that place wow. out. Um, yeah, I've heard that like that was like a legit sell. Like, you know, a lot of times Mania will be close to sell out, um, and they'll you know they might have to paper a few thousand just to you know get some people you know to fill it up. But that that was legit, and um, I think that they kind of like I wouldn't say rested on their laurels, but once they knew that they sold the building out, I think it was just one of those things. It's like, well, we are they're already coming. We already filled the place. You know, let's just let's do this instead. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, WrestleMania 29 coming in at number uh, what are we, lucky what number, number seven. We're at number seven. Lucky number yeah. seven here on this top ten. And countdown. I just want to squeeze in there. I, I second what you say about the CM Punk and Undertaker. I mean, what a way to go off in you know into the uh, into the ashes, or if you will, 
the sunset, yeah, or whatever, sunset yeah. with without Paul Bear there, um, you know. Yeah, and that was like the that was the only to me like that was the only thing that was like that kept me hanging on to that storyline was like ironically like Paul Bear had legitimately passed away in the weeks leading up to it, and they put that in the story. Like that's what that was what kept me hanging on to it because if you remember Kobe. The way that they got us to punk an Undertaker was just very like Ugh. it was kind of unconventional. Yeah. Like punk it wasn't punk it wasn't like every other guy calling, you know, Undertaker out to end the streak at WrestleMania. They did a number one contenders match on Raw to see who would face Undertaker to see if they could end the streak at WrestleMania. And punk won. It was like Yeah, and Punk won. He beat like Big Show, Sheamus, and somebody else. I think maybe Ryback was in the in that match too. I don't remember. But like you had a number one contenders match to see who would face Undertaker at WrestleMania for the streak. And then all of a sudden they built the angle. I like angles being built and then wrestling matches coming forth, you know? Yeah. I just didn't think like Punk I mean CM Punk, as much as I don't like the guy, he's a creative dude. Like, he knows how to get it done, like, on the microphone. Like, they could have found plenty of ways to get us to that. Instead, it was like, no, I want to wrestle Undertaker. No, I want to wrestle Undertaker. All right, well, now you guys are going to wrestle each other. The winner wrestles Undertaker and see who can end his streak. Like, it, to me, it was just so forced and silly. I, I, I didn't even, I didn't really care for it. Yeah. Um, all right, so number seven was uh, WrestleMania 29 for Dave and... Uh, We've both hit that. That was my number nine. That's your number seven. Um, Correct. So let's move on. My number six, and this was on your top ten WrestleManias. Oh, really? Oh, this is going to be good. WrestleMania 22. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just, uh, I remember watching this with, uh, when I started getting back into wrestling, like, you know, casually. Uh, April second, uh-huh. two thousand and six, uh, Rosemont, uh-huh. um, Illinois, the Allstate Arena, about seventeen thousand fans here. Um, the I wasn't watching too much, so I think that's one of the reasons. Um, okay. So it just felt weird, you know. Big Show and Kane teaming up against Carlito and Chris Masters, who I had no idea who they were. And I still am not familiar and never was fans of now watching it, you know, retrospectively. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, That's just my opinion. Uh, Then we have (laughs) the Money in the Bank ladder match. Uh, The second one ever, RVD wins, which is not a bad match. Uh, But you have Mm -hmm. Ric Flair in there. Why? Why? Don't do that. Don't have Ric Flair in a Money in the Bank ladder match. Um. Well, at least he didn't do too much in that match, if you think about it. I know. Like, they, they, they had him in there. They got him it's out of there. one of the there. shortest you know, Money like, in the Bank ladder matches ever, too. 12 uh-huh. minutes. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was mo- mainly entrances. Um, gotcha. Then you have Bradshaw and uh, Beep Benoit. And, uh, <laughs> sorry. Beep Wah. And, uh. That that that's actually a, a good match. I actually like that U.S. Championship match as well as the Edge and Mick Foley match. Those were the standout ones. Then you have trash like Boogeyman and Booker T. Mickey James and Trish Stratus was decent. The end was botched really bad. Undertaker and Mark Henry they've wrestled before. 
Um, I don't know. It was just not one of like Undertaker's top op- opponents, and they didn't have Mark Henry as the uh, killer as he was or would become in the next 10 years, you know? Um, and then we have Shawn Michaels against Mr. McMahon. I, no. I, I don't know. As as well as a match as it was for, like, blood and just, like, stunts and the story. I don't know. Like, Shawn Michaels getting a match against Mr. McMahon at WrestleMania, it just... I need him to have a good wrestling match, you know? Uh, this was different. Okay. This was like a brawl. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. All right. Okay. And then I we mean, ha- I'm, I'm going to let you elaborate, and then I'll, I'll, I'll respond. And then we have Rey Mysterio. tear you to shreds. All right. And then we have Rey Mysterio winning because Eddie died. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Tori Wilson defeating Candice Michelle in a Playboy pillow fight match. What the hell? Uh, and then John Cena defeating Triple H uh, via submission in a 20-minute match, which I remember while we were watching at the party, everyone was kind of, like, set to leave and, like, yeah, John Cena's the next guy, but it's, like, it felt like a Hogan thing all over again. And uh, Triple H, I, as much as I love the guy, I don't know, just him in the main event just never sat well with me, you know, as far as WrestleMania cards. Um, really? I, I mean, th- he he's put on some good matches, but uh, I don't know. It, it just, I just recall watching this re- WrestleMania, and we're going on criteria here. Uh, yep. I, I just don't, it, I remember leaving and being like, well, that's what wrestling is now. Like, after not watching for a while. And then I was okay. like, well, I won't watch again. And then I didn't watch again for like another two years. Yeah. Really? Wow. So Okay. That's that's the, um, that's my number six, WrestleMania twenty two. You know, I the reason why I put it on my top ten best was because it pleasantly surprised me because the company at the time, um, they took a big hit, you know, with Eddie Guerrero passing away. Um the the, the the word on the street is is that he was set to face Shawn Michaels at that WrestleMania, um, which probably would have been an instant classic, you know, the likes of Savage and Steamboat and or even Flair and Steamboat right. for that regard. Um and Batista, who was pretty hot as a as a baby face on SmackDown, had um tore his tricep and he was out. So, um those are two big names that you have off the card there. And they had to make some alterations. They had to move Kurt Angle over to SmackDown and they moved Rey Mysterio up the ladder, you know, in in, in the title picture. Uh and so I just felt like with what they had, they did a pretty damn good job. And that's why it made my top 10. And I, it was just a fun show. Like that Chicago crowd was was hot for it and it made for a good show. Um, I If you go back and you, you watch the Shawn Michaels-Mr. McMahon match, as much as it's not your typical Shawn Michaels-WrestleMania match, it's still a pretty damn fun match to watch. And JR, man, he's got the call of the century with, with everything that, you know – that you know he was he was saying during that match and talking about you know uh um sticking the painting up Vince's ass and just like it was just it it, it just it would 
personal preference. I just thought it was a fun show, and, I, and especially that match in general. But like Edge and McFoley with the hardcore match, like nobody expected to see like a flaming table at a WrestleMania. You know, the Money in the Bank. You couldn't. I wasn't disappointed. Like I felt like they took chicken shit and turned it into chicken salad. It was an acceptable show, even for WrestleMania standards. It was it was pleasantly surprising. Okay. Um, so that's that's where I stand. But I I could I could see why in certain areas you felt like this was one of the worst WrestleManias of mm-hmm. all time. So I, I I can't really argue too much with you. But I guess it's just personal preference for me. Right on. Um, so yeah, number six for you. WrestleMania two thousand. Mm. Um, I remember. And I always start off when I talk about my memories as a wrestling fan. I remember when I was a kid. I got to find a new way to segue into that. Um, back when back when this show took place, that's that. Yeah, maybe that's my new one. Um, back when this show occurred, um, I remember being very excited about this show, even though Steve Austin wasn't on this show, because they had a lot of, you know, they had created a lot of stars at that time, and. You know, they made Triple H into a main event player with his progression over the year. The stuff he did with Mick Foley at those two pay-per-views, No Way Out and Royal Rumble, um, really ascended him to the main event. The Rock was the Rock. Um, you had the, the triangle ladder match with the three teams, you know, Hardy's, Dudley's, Edge, and Christian. And, uh, um, you know, you had Kurt Angle on the rise. Um, the hardcore title stuff was pretty fun. But um, I just remember going into this show, like how excited I was for the card and being like very disappointed other than the ladder match, which is a classic, um, which, by the way, Chris Donovan and I watched on a recent kicking out at two in the archives at Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. Um, I just thought this show didn't really deliver um, the two fall triple threat match with Kurt Angle and Chris Benoit and Jericho. Um, Felt sloppy. Yep, at times, you're right. Yeah, it felt very sloppy. Um, the Hardcore Battle Royal was fun, but it was just a way to get a bunch of guys on the card. Um, I thought there was two unnecessary tag team matches that they could have lumped into one uh, with Tess and Albert, um, Al Snow and Steve Blackman, Bossman and Bull Buchanan, and Godfather and D'Lo Brown. Um they could have made that like a four-way tag with the winner getting a shot at the tag team titles. Instead, they wasted our time with two tag team matches. Um the cat fight with the cat and Terry Runnels with Val Venus as the guest referee. Mm-hmm. That was trash. Um, the radicals against uh, China and too cool. Like we kind of saw that the month prior, but Rikishi with, with just Rikishi in China's place. Um, that was pretty sloppy. Um, X-Pac and road dog against Rikishi and Kane um, with the Pete Rose cameo. That was kind of silly. I mean, Kane and X-Pac were wrestling each other for so long um, in the months leading up to it that they couldn't give those two a blow-off match at WrestleMania. Because <laughs> people, people, you put them in a tag yeah. match with Rikishi and Road yeah. Dog. I don't know. I just wasn't, I didn't, uh, I don't know. I, I, and, and, then, and then the main event. You know, as big of a Triple H fan as I was at that time, because I really was. Same here. I was also a huge, Same here. I was also a huge fan of The Rock. Okay, both of those those were my two guys. I wasn't a, I liked Austin, but he wasn't in my top at that time. Okay, it was Rock and Triple H, and yeah, Austin was away, but 
I felt like everything that Triple H's character had done, it should have led to his demise at WrestleMania. And it didn't. No. You know, he took the boss's daughter. He, they stole the company from their fa- from her father. They ran roughshod over everyone. They retired Mick Foley. They screwed The Rock on more than one occasion out of the title. He's the first heel to ever walk away with the title at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I felt like, wow, what a disappointment. And then we go back to same old, same old. Vince turned on The Rock to help his daughter and his son-in-law win the championship. And then, like, the match was just way too long. Like, it was a fatal four-way elimination. They advertised it with a McMahon in every corner. And you knew the match was going to be about them when you advertise it, a McMahon in every corner. But to me, it was just... I don't know. I, 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 it fell flat. It was a, it was a, a huge disappointment. Um, and I remember having, I had a party at my house. I was in high school at a party at my house. We had pizza and snacks. And I was like, man, the rock's going to get the belt. This is the rock's night. Like, even though Foley was in the match, like he's going to put a good performance, but he's going to get beaten and it's going to be the rock. He's going to be the champ. And nope, didn't happen. And maybe it was designed that way to get heat on Triple H, but I just felt like that was the point in time where I felt like the Triple H push was overkill, like most wrestling fans did. That was my breaking oh, point. Oh God! For and Triple we're H. talking uh, WrestleMania twenty yeah, years. We're, we're talking then, and then it would continue for strong for the next five, and then uh, another fifteen or twenty after that. Yeah. Yeah. It was just it was it was overkill. <sighs> Um, you know, I mean, granted, Rock won the belt the the the, the following month um, against Triple H at the Backlash yeah, pay per view. Why, why not at WrestleMania? It, yeah, oh, why couldn't they do the same thing at out Mania? of the Royal Rumble with the Big Show, where they went out at the same yeah. time? Um, yeah, I, uh, the only reason I'm interjecting is because it's my number five, Dave. All right. All right, I WrestleMania like it. 16. Uh, yeah, man, I just remember being so hyped for this as a kid and then being like, what the fuck? Like, a Fatal 4-Way, like, I dig it, and it was played off of the WrestleMania 2000 video game where you could have a Fatal 4-Way. Um, yes. God, I remember. Wow, that's good. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, wow. I seriously awesome. think they were doing a lot of licensing during that time. You know, that's why they had the different variety of matches. Um, yep. And so many interjecting storylines because it was Russo, bro. But actually, Russo was not with them. He was with them, bro, before the bro, and that's why they're living off the attitude, bro. Don't be a Russo. Don't. <laughs> it a it's a sw- ruse, bro. It was a. It, swerve, it's a ruse, bro. bro. They don't want to call. He didn't want to call it a ruse, but he. That's why he came up with the name Swerve. <laughs> while while billionaire Ted and Brad Siegel were paying me millions of dollars to bankrupt WCW, I was secretly writing for the WWF and for Vince McMahon at the back pool of his patio in his condo or his big mansion in Greenwich, Connecticut with Pat Patterson and maybe Jim Cornette if he didn't uh, blow a gasket <laughs> at the mailman. I, I Oh, my God. I, I think... Another thing that just made me dislike this is being a petty OCD person about wrestling. Why have it mm-hmm. called the WrestleMania 2000 when it's WrestleMania 16? 
Yeah, I know. I was kind of like that too, man. I was kind of like that. I've kind of felt the same what way. What happens when we get to WrestleMania 2000? <laughs> well, I mean, we might not get to WrestleMania uh, 36 true. when this true. recording drops. So. <laughs> Let's take our time. God damn it, pal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, re- I just... I, we, could, we could cure AIDS by WrestleMania 2000, possibly. right? There might be a cure for cancer. Possibly. All right? So... <laughs> slow slow it down there buddy the, um, I, I just remember the hype of this going into there I think like Triple H should have gotten his and yeah we had seen him and The Rock a thousand times but why not do something special why not do like yep. a what did they do at Backlash what was the match that they did that they did at Backlash it was Rock and Triple H and Shane McMahon was the guest referee and The Rock have enlisted in Stone Cold Steve Austin to be in his corner. But going into the pay-per-view, Austin didn't show up and they blamed it on like Vince and the the corporation um, being involved and why he wasn't there. And then eventually Austin would show okay, up. Okay, okay, um, Rock and yeah. Rock and Triple H steel cage match. At WrestleMania? Yeah. Singles match yeah. for the title? Okay. Why not? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I can get behind that. Or, I don't know. And then maybe put well, Big Show and Mankind or Mick Foley. But they did that the I year know, before. But maybe do something different this time. Well, like a rematch. I think, where, I think that was where why they, like, they did the four-way. I know. But, like, if the four-way wasn't an elimination match and it was just... You know, like it was, it was one pinfall to mm-hmm. a finish. Mm-hmm. Like you could have, pro- you could have protected. You know, Foley wouldn't have gotten pinned in his final match. You know, Big Show got eliminated early, and that was when they started the babyface turn for him. His one of his first. Okay, but uh, all right, maybe all right, maybe just have it be like a. They've had a boiler room brawl. They've had. I don't. A Mister Sacco on a pole match. I don't know. A falls count anywhere. No, they've done that. Maybe they do the Hell in the Cell. And then the main event is just the main event. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just just thinking of a different way, like, rather than mixing these guys up. But maybe that's the only way that they could do, you know? I felt like with the way the story was going, you kind of had to go that route. But, like, if you just eliminated the whole elimination format... And just kept it at and like got you rid know, of the McMahon's. finish. I mean, you could have still kept the McMahon's out there to create a little chaos, a little schmoz, you know. Then maybe that's when Austin shows up and he helps oh, Rock. Awesome, you know. Pin and then they have a rivalry. Like Austin, I didn't need your goddamn help. Yeah, I mean Austin. Austin didn't, you know, when he helped Rock originally at, at that Backlash show, he wasn't he wasn't seen on TV for another several months. So he was still he was still hurting. And if you if you go back and you watch that uh, that match in particular at that finish when Austin shows up, he's he doesn't need, he he could barely get in the ring. Like he's hardly moving his head. Like his neck was still his neck was still in pretty rough shape. He was four months removed from neck yes. surgery. Yes. So like he should, probably shouldn't have even been out there, but. Yeah, it was to me. It was a very, very disappointing and underwhelming and under delivered. That's for sure. That WrestleMania under delivered. Absolutely. Uh, so that's my number five. Your number six. WrestleMania sixteen. 
What's your number five, That's Dave? right. My number five is WrestleMania four. Um, boring. Just like too long. The tournament. Um, this is this is where like and 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 I only feel this way because I'm older and probably a little bit more mature when it comes to my viewing habits as a wrestling fan. But when I was a, when I was young, and this this show took place, it felt like an important matter and a big deal. But um, all I remember caring about was seeing Randy Savage win. Um, I didn't care about anything else um, on this show. Maybe Hogan and Andre going at it again, but for the most part. Um, when I didn't watch the show live, I got a tape, and even as a kid, I remember not being too enthralled with what I was seeing, um, but when the Savage match happened with DiBiase in the finals, I was like, oh, this is cool, but this was a one-match show for me, um, And but now as a fan, as I'm older, it's like, all right, here's where my bullshit alarm goes off. We got to this tournament because DiBiase paid off um, a referee to, you know, to, to screw Hogan and so that Andre could win and then hand him over the belt. So what are you going to do? You're going to reward Andre by giving him a first round bye so that he could face the guy he screwed over in the second round, Hulk Hogan. And you're going to allow DiBiase in the tournament because that makes a lot of fucking sense. <laughs> Okay. Yep. Really? Yeah. And just it and it was just way too long. Like they had random guys in the like Jake the Snake and Ricky and uh and or not Ricky Steamboat. Jake the Snake and Rick Root, they had a rivalry going into this WrestleMania. They didn't need to be a part of the tournament. Like they could have had a singles match all on their own, you know? But they put them in the tournament. Um Hacksaw Jim Duggan, One Man Gang, Don Morocco, Greg Valentine, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, Bam Bam Bigelow. Nobody gave a shit about any of these guys. Nope. Like, it was just, it was a waste of time. Nobody thought about them being in the title picture at all. If you did, like, a mini tournament, like, let's say maybe it was, like, four guys. Or even eight, just for argument's sake. Or they had had the tournament before on TV, and then... And the finals at WrestleMania. Semi-finals and finals. Yeah, semi-finals and finals. So, like, you do, like, Hogan and Andre and DiBiase and Savage as, like, your final four. You know what I mean? Something like that, you know? Um, but yeah, it was just like, uh, nobody cared. I didn't care. I when I go back and, and when usually every year on WrestleMania, I will go back and I will watch my favorite matches and moments from WrestleMania. When it comes to WrestleMania four, I usually, and you know, full disclosure, I need to go to bed with the TV on at night and I have a timer that turns my TV off. WrestleMania four is usually my go to bed noise to like put me to sleep. And then I'll watch the Randy Savage and DiBiase match at a later date because I'm a big Macho Man mark. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I could care less about Bad News Brown and the WrestleMania 4 Battle Royal or Brutus Beefcake Hold and Hold on, Tunk wait, Man. Dave. You don't care about when I ran back in there and threw the trophy on the ground? No, not really. Especially the fact now it like foreshadows all the fucking fits you have on a regular basis on social media. Do you mean it foreshadows like my brother about. crashing to the ground? Oh <laughs> fuck you! Oh my god! You couldn't get you just. All right, can I ask you something? <laughs> all in all seriousness, what is it about? I don't know. 
Owen Hart's death that like you I don't know I just find it this I, desire to like I think, crack a joke I think it's and I'm just asking you I don't care either way but I'm just curious what you, what your thought process is I just think it's funny to crack a joke on death and uh, at least be that person that will joke about it okay. <sighs> I'm sorry I but I'd, 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 no, okay, you and you know you know I'm not you know offended. as I, I hope you know I love Owen to death. Oh well, I love <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm just, All right, I'm quit sorry. while you're ahead, pal. I, I love, I love, no, I love I Owen it. Hart. And what happened? I, I was very sad, and I cried. And we talked about this before, but I just deal with things in a different way. And I, I think joking is funny, but it's like how Kurt Cobain is a joke as well. I, I don't know. Okay. Maybe maybe right, I'm I initializing uh, the uh, the jokes for Owen, and maybe I'm the only okay. one. I'm probably the only one. And uh, pro- maybe you're trying to maybe maybe you're trying to um, to bring to life his uh, his his ribbing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, by 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 joking about his. There death. we go. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. That's my sick way of rationalizing it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so your number five is WrestleMania number four. Yes, yeah, it, it it cracks my top five because it's. Just... I, I'm still waiting for the one that we have that we have different because uh, that's that's coming up on my list. So really, okay. <clears throat> my number four was your number eight, WrestleMania 27. Okay, <sighs> WrestleMania 27. I mean, <clears throat> Great Khali winning a battle royal. We have. Edge with Christian defeating Alberto Del Rio for the World Heavyweight Championship. And I don't know if you brought this up. It should have been Edge against Christian, correct? Um, for this match or just In, like for the this finish? match? Um, I would have liked to have seen Edge and Christian, yeah. But I mean, they were really hard on Del Rio. You know, they were really pushing him hard, I should say. Yeah. Um, I was trying to get behind it, but it just didn't, you know. He was a Mexican. He was a Mexican million dollar yep. man, and it just fell flat for me. wasn't as they they had time to pull the trigger. They should have pulled the trigger like that should have been the moment for him. But for whatever you know, for reasons un, unknown to us at the time, they didn't do that. Yeah, and uh, you spoke about a lot of the other stuff on here. I mean, Cody Rhodes and Rey Mysterio is one of the standout matches. Uh, Michael Cole yep. and Jerry Lawler can go to hell. Randy Orton, CM Punk was decent, <laughs> but um, it just wasn't something that, like, I don't know. It felt like there could have been a lot more there. Uh, yeah. Undertaker yeah. and Triple H, and I've talked about this, like, as much as I love Triple H, these slow plotting matches sometimes with the, the, the drama, it's like when you're watching a long event like this, you're like, all right. When is this over? This is one of the ones that actually was decent. Um, uh-huh. uh, and they beat the hell out of each other. Um, but I felt like, why is Triple H wrestling Undertaker again? Didn't they already do this match? Um, yep. And it felt kind of selfish. Like, have another guy do this. Um, yeah. And then we have Snooki on the card. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I'll finish. I'm going to elaborate yeah, on a Snooki story snooky. from that weekend. And then 
The Miz defeats John Cena. The Miz, a heel, winning at WrestleMania, retaining the title. And he got a concussion during this match, which he, he smacked oh, the yeah. fucking back of his head. I remember hearing that during yeah, his bell run. And I'm like, oh. Um, and then I was like, what's going on with this match? And then The Rock comes out. And I was like, oh, man. Are they going to retcon this like WrestleMania 9 and have The Rock be like, I challenge you, Miz. And then have him beat The Miz right there. Miz can, Miz can, you know, with his, with in his concussed state, can channel his best Mr. Fuji. Ah, Rock, I issue you a challenge. Come on, you get a belly. Or Come Alex on. Riley says yes. <laughs> yeah. Alex Riley, Alex Riley says. Uh, so yeah, um, I don't know, man. Uh, WrestleMania 27. That that's my thoughts. You you elaborated. You elaborated a lot, um, but those were my memories from it, and uh, what I took away is why it's one of the worst WrestleManias. My number four. Let me tell you a quick Snooky story from that weekend. Give me okay. a give me a so, snippet of a Snooky. Yeah, um, that weekend um, we indulged ourselves quite a bit in the the adult beverages. Um, my brothers, myself, a few friends of ours, uh, we we drank quite a bit, and um, we went to the um, the the Saturday morning fan access session, and um, we were walking around, and we noticed that there was a. Um, a line for her but there was a sign at the at the the at the end of this line to enter and it said that you had to purchase her book for forty dollars <laughs> if you wanted to take a picture with her and she would sign it with you now when you go to fan access at wrestlemania you go and you know you pay your the standard general admission to get into fan access, and it's usually like 40, 50 bucks or whatever. And it's like a four hour session, okay? And you get in the autograph lines, and they don't cost an additional, you know, uh, amount to go, uh, you know, meet these guys. But for her, it was like 40 bucks to buy her fucking book that, you know, you probably couldn't read or understand because she's probably illiterate herself. And so. Um, it's like all emojis. Yeah, <laughs> the first <laughs> emoji book. And then there's like, and then there's like fingerprints in like well, orange yeah, spray we, tan on the edges. It of would the have page. been emoticons back then. <laughs> yeah. And of course, that would yeah, have been keyword on con. Of course, carnies know yeah. that she's she's definitely yeah, a carny <laughs> fucking troll. Okay, yeah. go ahead. She's yeah. a she's she's a she's a to <laughs> carny. Um, but anyhow, um, so we were in line to meet. Um, Drew McIntyre and Teddy Long. Um, they were they were in a, a table together, and um, it was you know they, they they rush you through. It's pretty quick. They sign your thing. You can take a quick picture with them. But they really just try to get people in and out. Um, so uh, they make an announcement over the microphone saying, um, "Now it's optional for you to purchase the book." So I was like, all right, let me go meet Snooky. You know, I've watched Jersey Shore before. I'm not the biggest Jersey Shore fan, but, you know, I'll, I'll go meet Snooky. So I get in the line. It doesn't take me very long to uh, to, uh, to to get through. And I'm, 
I'm pretty hungover. I'm probably still drunk from the night before. Okay, I'm 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 pretty loose, and I get in the line, and if you if you were a Jersey Shore fan, you probably remember like Snooky had a thing for pickles. She liked to eat pickles, so I made a I made a comment like I said to her. Um, I said to her, I got fried pickles in my room on the 12th floor at the uh, at the, the Marriott Marquis on South Peachtree Street, if you'd like to come join us. Um, and she, it, there's that whole, you know, looks could kill. Like, she was not impressed, and I wouldn't blame her because, you know, that was 2011 Dave Rosenbluth, and I was not an upstanding citizen in 2011. Ladies. Not that I'm that much better, but holy Ladies cow, man. gentlemen, uh, Dave the Drunkster Rosie. Yeah, it was. Yeah, those those were those weren't my finer moments. Uh, you know, I, I I no longer partake in the adult beverages. Um, that's you know been for you know going on eight years. I, but, I would um, love to yeah. hear you sing the song. I got a pickle. I got a pickle. I got a pickle today. Hey 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 hey. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, pretty much like she I took a picture. She didn't even sign anything. I didn't have anything this for her to sign, but she took a picture with me and it was one of those pictures that like the 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 pe- the people with WWE they give you like a card and you got to go like p- to punch in the code on wwe.com mm-hmm. you can redeem mm-hmm. your picture, you can post it on social media. I don't think it's available anymore, but um it was on my Facebook and she didn't even have her eyes open. It was probably her rolling her eyes in disgust that she had to take a picture with me, this se- smelly son of a bitch that just asked her to go to my, his fucking room um to eat fried pickles. Um so that is my snooky experience uh with WrestleMania 27. Yeah. Yeah, the the eye roll. It was it was eye roll mania um, with Snooky that day. Yeah. Um, so my number four WrestleMania twenty seven. Dave, what's your WrestleMania number four? The worst WrestleMania. WrestleMania thirteen oh. is my number. Now, this made now this made your top yes, ten list. Another thing I was baffled at last year. This made your top ten best WrestleManias yes. last year. The only thing that makes this WrestleMania watchable is that classic with Bret Hart and Steve mm-hmm. Austin. Everything else was like an episode of Shotgun Saturday Night had sex with an episode of Monday Night Raw, and this is I what we got. I can see that, but like, can I defend myself real quick? Um, yeah, go for before it. you rant into it and probably crush my opinion, yeah. but uh, uh all right, so this was when WCW and WWF were going at it head to head, am I not right? Yeah, um, and I was team WWF all the way, so this was the one okay. where I was like, all right, Brett and Austin, they're gonna pull this off, they're gonna have a great match, and Brett's gonna beat his ass. They didn't, but now I look back, they saved WWF throughout this whole card they gave us a variation of everything that they were going to have in the years to come uh especially with the undertaker leading the way holding the title uh, giving that that uh comic book feel if you will uh, though it's not the best match ever it's a great big man match um i mean it, i that, that's all i gotta say Okay. Um, allow me to um, tear you to shreds for a minute here. Um, did you partake in any recreational drugs during no, this time period? No, I was way too young. Okay. 
Oh, that's right. Cause yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was 14 when this, when this, when this show took place. So you would have been like yeah, 11. Yeah. So you would have been, if, if you took recreational drugs and you had been a real fucking degenerate at 11 years old. Um, so, uh, yeah, Brett and Austin saved this show. Yes. Brett and Austin saved this show from being the worst WrestleMania of all time. I mean, um, that's the only bright spot. Um, you know, first of all, it was upsetting to me that Shawn Michaels lost his smile and couldn't make it to this WrestleMania. But he sat in on commentary for the main That's event with Sid and Undertaker, which was which was okay. It was it was it was it was a it was a main event on Monday Night Raw. Like it was a Monday Night Raw main event, and it, they just had the WrestleMania ring skirt around the ring. Um, you know, the, the let's start with the opening match, the Godwins. Doug Furness and Philip LaFon, the Headbangers and the Blackjacks, the winner would become the number one contenders to the Tag Team Championship. Nobody cared about any of these teams. Um, let's start. Let's go. Let's continue. Rocky Maivia and the Sultan for the Intercontinental title. Trash. Um, Triple Wait, H and Rocky Gold Maivia Dust. Rocky Maivia gets his moment there, though. Trash. Okay. Okay. I talked about I mean, that was a big moment. That's why it's on my list. What? Because because Dad came out to yeah. save him. At the, in 1997, okay, that may have felt like a big deal then, but like okay, 1997, I don't think people knew who the fuck Rocky Johnson was. Well, I'll do respect to him. He's but no longer with us. Looking back in retrospect, you don't like that? No. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. I'll, 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 I went from trash Dave to okay, OK so you should be able to okay, okay, okay yeah, at yeah. two. Yeah, okay at two. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this was no, this was fucking all, like to me like this was like I honestly as a kid I I didn't order this pay per view. I watched it through the squiggly lines like I was watching oh, porno. Okay. It was like listening. So to, maybe you know, bad memories radio. for you. So, but but. I remember just feeling like WCW was a far superior product at the time. They had better stories and this just felt like it was just not a good show. Like it felt like this could have been the mm -hmm. end, you know, like Austin and Brett saved it. But like, let's continue with the trash of this card, triple H and gold dust. Like this was a part of me where I was like, how could anybody get behind gold dust? Like he's a fucking weirdo. Like why would people cheer this guy? He's a fucking weirdo. Like I just didn't, I didn't really care for that storyline either. And then, um, the tag team titles, Owen and bulldog versus Vader and mankind. Okay. Yeah. Really? That was a fucking shit show. Um, Austin and Brett, like I said, still a great match. Um, the street fight, the nation against Ahmed Johnson and the Rumble And we Warriors. talked about this. You said you were excited for a street fight. I, re I just listened to the podcast. I was. I was, okay? I was. And it wasn't that bad, but it wasn't great okay. either. You know, and then you got Sid and Undertaker. Allegedly, this is the match when fucking Sid pooped his pants in the fucking ring um, against the Undertaker. Instead of him breaking so a leg. He, yeah, no, instead of breaking a leg, he just shit his pants. Maybe because he realized that the match was going to shit the bed because it was the worst fucking WrestleMania so known to man. Someone at that time. was like, don't shit the bed. And then he went out there and shit that. And then before his match with Chris Benoit, they were like, Go break a leg, and then he broke his leg. Yeah, actually, he didn't break his leg with Benoit. He broke Scott his leg with Steiner, Scott Steiner. I'm sorry, and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. 
Yeah. If, any, if you want to break a leg with anyone, it's those two. You don't want to break a leg with Benoit. You know how that turns out. Um, there I go, talking about death. Look at that. See? I got one up on you, Kobe. <laughs> that was awesome. Great. So, yeah, that's my number four, WrestleMania 13. Like, And that's another show where it's like I, I watch that match mm-hmm. from that show, and that's it. Okay. Like, everything else is like... It, it, it's not on my radar so wrestlemania 14 and the reason why it makes my top four is because of that brett uh uh austin match if it didn't it would be easily the worst wrestlemania of all time but but your boy <coughs> brett and and steve austin they saved it yeah well brett you know uh uh steve is lucky that i found him before steve knew that steve was steve <laughs> I saw Steve coming before Steve saw Steve. Uh, I even told Vince. Yeah. I said, Vince, look, he's coming. He doesn't even know it. Uh, Goddamn, I was on the road and uh, Bret Hart hit me up. He said, uh, he said, I know you're coming. I said, where? He said, to the WWF. And that was like 1990. Um, all right. <laughs> My no- yeah. What? My number three. Let's move on. My number three is your number five. WrestleMania four. I remember when I was gifted the VHS package of WrestleManias, and even when I rented this one as a kid, I thought it was going to be great because it was the uh, classic double VHS. Remember? I do, and it was like. The Hulk Hogan, like, cardboard Mm -hmm. pop-up. They, like, popped out Mm -hmm. of the tape. Mm -hmm. Like, when you open the whole box. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I remember that shit. Yeah, it was cool Classic, classic, right? Hogan's uh, hardly fucking on here. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's got one match. Yeah, in the middle of the card. About six minutes long with Andre the Giant. And then uh, doesn't he show up at the end? Um, Yep. But that match is about ten minutes. And all these matches... Only two of them go over 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> and there's 16 of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, a, gr- a great, like, attempt for a new type of event, a tournament. But it it, mm-hmm. di- it didn't work. Uh, I just remember as a kid, yeah. I was, like, ag- in agreement with you. Like, Greg, the Hammer Valentine. Um, Don Morocco. Uh, these guys are going to go for the title? No. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. WrestleMania 4. The the only match that stood out was really the Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Ted DiBiase. And that was short. Um, they could have done so much more with that if they built this up, like you said. Uh, maybe a semifinals. Uh, maybe Ted DiBiase against... Uh, Hulk Hogan and then Hulk, uh, Macho Man against Andre and somehow Macho Man survives Andre but somehow Ted DiBiase beats Hulk Hogan maybe D- DQ or something and then uh, from there Macho Man beats Ted DiBiase and then that year coming Hogan's like you know uh, I still got a title shot brother you know or you know there's some 
some type of tension there still. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. WrestleMania 4. One of the uh, top threes for me. My third worst WrestleMania. WrestleMania 4. Coming in at my number three, it was on your list earlier. And arguably could be the worst WrestleMania of all time. But it's not, in my opinion. It comes in at number three, WrestleMania 11. Um, Unlike you... Maybe maybe I'm just biased because it was from my hometown of Hartford, and maybe I'm just biased because I was a you know a, a New York Giants football fan, but um, you know, and Lawrence Taylor being one of my favorite players of all time, probably my favorite football player of all time. Um, you know, the, my 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 world of wrestling and my world of football came together with him a part of it, and I just thought it was pretty cool. And I didn't have any high expectations for this match in 1995, but I expected that LT was going to be presented more as a fighter, and I think he did a pretty decent job as a fighter. Um, you know, up against Bam Bam Bigelow, and so you know, I I enjoyed the match, um, and I didn't mind that it was in the main event because it catered to the 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 the, uh, the audience locally. You know, that New York market that came to Hartford to see this WrestleMania because he was in it, and it had some interest, and there was some steam behind it. So I had no issue whatsoever with this being the main event. Um, I was a big Sean fan and a big Diesel fan, so I was kind of torn when it came to that match. Um, but yes, it was pretty sloppy. But at the end of the day, like you knew with Sean's performance um, that he was going to be the bigger star out of the two. Um, the I Quit match between between Brett and Bob Backlund, holy shit, that was terrible. That was fucking terrible. Like, I don't know why they felt the need to put that on a WrestleMania. But um, when I ordered this pay-per-view, and this was one of the very few pay-per-views I could have ordered as a kid, but when I ordered this pay-per-view, um, the, um, the, um, the feed of my pay-per-view went out right before the finish so when the pay-per-view came back on piper was raising brett's oh. hand as the winner so i didn't even get to what? see the finish um yeah and that was a, and that happened locally like in the in the connecticut area the satellite feed there was something wrong with it and so like a lot of people had issues with the pay-per-view i remember my father had to call they them called, and they called they bray wyatt and they said to, let the feed in yeah <laughs> and uh it was um and we got it. We ended up getting the replay wow, for free, nice. and it didn't really didn't really miss much because it didn't sound like Backlund said I no. quit. Uh, <laughs> I want my roofing company to survive. I apologize about that. My Apple Watch apparently has trouble hearing me, even though I'm recording a podcast. She said, "Did so you call for Bob Backlund's roofing construction company?" <laughs> did you nail the sheetrock to the ceiling without a right. power drill in 1992 safety measures um, osha violation <laughs> yeah but anyhow the um the situation uh with the show in general just like you know yokozuna was the mystery partner like that was kind of cool um and it was different that him and Owen Hart were a tag team, but um, between all the technical difficulties that were a part of this show, like they had troubles with microphones, you could hardly hear guys. Um, it was just a clusterfuck. Lex Luger and Bulldog in a non in, in a non advertised opening tag match against the Blue Brothers, like nobody gave a shit about that. Um, 
I thought the Razor Ramon Jeff Jarrett match was very underwhelming considering the match they had at the Royal Rumble, which is regarded as one of their better matches. Yeah. Um, Undertaker and King Kong Bundy really sucked. Um, Fucking pathetic. One of the worst. So, um, yeah. That was. Uh, what do you think one of the worst streak matches is, real quick? That or Giant Gonzalez, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, we're we're coming up to that. So that's your number three. Yes. Is WrestleMania that is eleven my number three? Okay. So your number three was WrestleMania eleven. That was my number seven. Now leading on to my number two, Dave. Drum roll. We brought it up just a second ago. One of Undertaker's worst matches. Giant Gonzalez. WrestleMania nine. I remember renting this one, too, on a VHS as a kid and being highly disappointed. Um, like, I don't, I can't remember a fucking single match on this card that stands out to me. I mean, besides the chloroform with The Undertaker, besides Bret Hart getting duped by Brother Jack Dude Hogan coming in, time-splitting. <laughs> All of a sudden, he was like a Terminator. And just came in and just, yo, Yokozuma, Samashina, and then just getting it done. And as a kid, I just remember being like, what the fuck? The face lost. And then all of a sudden, we had this moment where Hogan was nowhere, like, he was wrestling for the tag team titles in the shittiest match on the card almost. Um, I, I, just one of the worst WrestleManias ever. I didn't. I like the. I like the attempt at trying to be different for the Caesar's Palace, but. Yep. But that's that's like that's it. I mean, we get Narcissus and Mister Perfect. That match didn't even hold up to what it should have been. Like yeah. everything on this card could have been leaps and bounds better than what it what it, what it what it could have been or what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just think the booking at the time was just trying to salvage and save this, this Hogan era of like building up the heels for Hogan to destroy. Um, and then we would see that come to fruition at the end with Hogan just coming back and like, Brett, do you need a hand dude? And he's like, I, uh, uh, I get, and, and all right, I got him. And then just. I remember at the time seeing that for the first time as a kid, uh, I was blown away. I was just like, what just happened? Um, yeah. I wasn't pleased, to say the least. Even though I was a Hogan guy, I was not pleased with that. It just felt cheap. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess that was my break with wrestling, too, where I was kind of like, I I was looking for something more. I remember this is where yeah. I was like, well, I want to see like actual technical wrestling, something with storylines where it makes me intrigued to watch it, not just like the G.I. Joe and Hogan taking on the, the villains. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's my number two, WrestleMania 9. This also makes my number two. Awesome. Um, 
as much as I, as a kid, I thought it was so cool with the Caesars Palace theme, and I'm a big outdoor wrestling fan with wrestling taking place outdoors. Um, looking back on it, this show was a stinker. Um, Shawn Michaels and Tatanka was boring to mm-hmm. me. Um, Maybe because I enjoyed the Shawn Michaels Marty Jannetty match from the Royal Rumble, and I wanted to see um, that match take place. And um, the um, you know the, the only match that really like stands out for me in terms of like quality was the Steiners and the Head Shrinkers. Like they had a banger of a tag team match. Um, everything else, like the Hogan Beefcake Money Inc. It was all right. It was cool. Hogan came back, but like for that, like I don't know, just didn't do it for me. Um, Undertaker, Giant Gonzalez. I mean, we really don't need to go any further than that. Um, Lex Luger, Mister Perfect, uh, disappointment. Uh, what the fuck was Razor Ramon and Bob Backlund doing what on the car? Was that? Um, what was that? Um, the Doink Crush match wasn't anything special. Didn't expect it to be, but I the. The illusion of the two doinks, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but, you know, once again, nothing to write home about. Um, and then the main event. Um, Brett and Yoko, solid main event. But, you know, as a kid, and I still defend it to this day, and I will here, Hogan coming in and getting the surprise victory oh, at the end. God, like Dave. I don't mind it because – 10 year old me was like oh my god like it was a way to like um, you were a markomaniac yeah i was a markomaniac you know what i mean so i don't have a problem with it but the what followed from it i didn't think i don't know i just felt like it should have gone to it should have should have been brett and hogan but they didn't do that and i thought that was a bad idea okay. but that's my number two Your man. number two is my number two wrestlemania <laughs> nine wow that's right. All right. Drum roll. You want... <laughs> My number one is WrestleMania 2. Same with oh, me. Oh, we're matched. All right. You want you want yes. to kind of tag team this one then? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'll let you right. first. Magnificent Morocco and Paul Orndorff. A double count out at the beginning for five minutes. You're how are you gonna open the fucking card with that? <laughs> how are you gonna fucking do that? So uh a lackluster opener there. Uh what about the Randy Savage and George the Animal Steel for the Intercontinental Championship? <laughs> yeah. I mean, just Miss Elizabeth playing off of George there and Randy Savage getting to showcase his psycho side and crazy. My madness. Yeah. And then in a three-minute match, a three-minute sleeper, it's, it's Jake Roberts early in the game going against George Wells, a fucking no-name. Another... And then... Mr. T going against Roddy Piper in a boxing match that lasted way too fucking long. Yeah. Ended by DQ, too. Uh, And and I I forgot to note that uh, this happens in three different places and locations. And maybe that adds to why it sucked so bad. I mean, kudos to them, like we said, for uh, for WrestleMania 16 for for the Fatal 4-Way. Uh, for WrestleMania 11, for having an athlete in there. Um, for WrestleMania 
um, nine, or I mean, yeah, nine for being outdoors and the whole Caesar's outdoors theme, yeah. and Caesar Palace, yeah. So and this one for having three locations, uh, yeah. kudos, kudos to that. I mean, but uh, and then WrestleMania four for having a tournament, but that's why they're some of the worst because maybe if they had perfected it, we might have had re- different retrospective feelings on these, but they never went back to these again yeah. for a reason because they botched it and they failed. Uh, you want to cover a Rosemont Horizon? Um, yeah, they had um, uh, Fabulous Moolah beat some barefoot bitch. I don't know her name, but... Um, Velvet McIntyre, no was- relation to Drew. Yeah, that was that was pretty ruthless. Um, Corporal Kirshner and uh, Nikolai Volkov. Um, in that a match flag match. That match didn't put you to sleep. Um, there was also the, uh, the the tag team title match between the British Bulldogs against the Dream Team with Ozzy Osbourne in the Bulldogs' corner, um, and then the Battle Royal with the NFL and the you know the players from the NFL and WWF guys, um, which was a fun little Battle Royal, I will say. Um, it wasn't uh, terrible. Um, it's probably one of the, the highlights of that show. Um, very few, by, might I add. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. And then, you know, Bret Hart getting eliminated last by Andre. Um, so... <sighs> Last location, L.A. Sports Arena. Uh, We have Ricky Steamboat defeating Hercules Hernandez. Yep. Not a bad match, but not the greatest. Then we have Adrian Adonis defeating Uncle Elmer. Who? Who the fuck? Yeah, Uncle Elmer. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking star. Main event anywhere in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. Top of the bill for WrestleMania 2. Don't forget that ever. That's right. And then we have Hoss and Terry Funk with Jimmy Hart defeating the Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana. Tag team match. Yep. Classic. Um, Yeah. Such a classic. Just a lot of brawling, stalling. Yeah. Uh, I I can definitely tell these guys planned out their match, and I'm throwing up quotation marks with my hands. (laughs) And then... In a 10-minute steel cage, big blue match, the uh, big blue steel cage, um, Hulk Hogan defeats King Kong Bundy by escaping the cage. Yeah. That's the only highlight that I remember. That's the only reason that I got this as a kid. Uh, I would fast-forward through everything and then watch this match. Uh, What are your thoughts, Dave? This was... Like an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event, but with filler. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you were to hype this as an episode of Saturday Night's Main Event, you could probably build it around the Hogan Bundy Cage, the Battle Royal, the tag title match, and the boxing match. And you could throw away everything else, and it would be a badass version of Saturday Night's Main Event. But WrestleMania 2? Ugh, man. Just. I don't think the three location thing heard it but i just think that there was a lot of crap on that show that didn't need to be on that show like then and, and like you said some of the finishes too like morocco and orndorf a double count out mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. i don't know like yeah i Jake mean the that's the opening match there what like george why? wells yeah. 
What's he, the guy that Who fucking sweeped the floors in the arena and they just decided to throw him out there? <laughs> like, okay, maybe Savage and Steel had a little momentum because they had a little rivalry going on. All right, you can keep that match on the card. And if you booked a better finish for Morocco and Orndorff, they'd put on a good match. But a flag match. Corporal Kirshner and Nikolai Volkov. I'd rather watch Nikolai Volkov sing the Russian national anthem while he takes a shit on the toilet than watch that fucking match. Okay? Adrian Adonis and who did he wrestle? Uncle Elmer. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Uncle, yeah. Uncle Elmer. Just ridiculous. Who is that? Uh, he's somebody's what? uncle and his name is Elmer. That's all I could fucking tell you. That's all I care to tell you. Bottom line is, there's a reason why this made the top 10 worst WrestleMania um, countdown of all time here on the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network. And it's everything that we had just explained in the crap that it, that it was. Plain and simple. End yeah. of discussion. That's it. Countdown's over. Who's oh, got the, yeah. Countdown's over. Who's got coronavirus? Hopefully, WrestleMania is still going. I just got a text message at this recording that there's been a travel ban to Europe. My wife's in the middle of the air trying to get to Portugal on her trip. It's probably not going to happen now. So isn't WrestleMania. I know. It's going to be scary. Um, You and I have banged out a lot of WrestleManias on these two uh, top 10 best and worst lists. Maybe we'll have to do a what's left over list. Yeah. uh, and kind of notate our middle of the road mania. You got middle your ten of, best. Yeah. You got your middle ten of the worst. Road or, the middle yeah. of the road manias. The manias that could go either way. Exactly, uh, because there are reasons why they've been left off or uh, negated from each list. But nonetheless, I I did enjoy this whole uh, tour of the worst. Even though it is the worst, we've we've had a one of the best times here yes. uh, just talking about it yes it's been a lot um, of fun talking about shitty wrestling yes it has um i mean you and i you and i only had one that were different on this whole thing my number six was wrestlemania 22 your number four was wrestlemania 13 other yeah. than that you and i hit it off on every different level Pretty wrestlemania much. 15 wrestlemania yeah. 29 wrestlemania 32 wrestlemania 11 wrestlemania 16 wrestlemania 27 wrestlemania 4 wrestlemania 9 and wrestlemania 2 yeah. wow and wrestlemania 29 uh, yes 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 so eight um, out of the ten we got. So we beat our record from last year. No, nine out of the ten. I I, I said twenty nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. The, All right. Yeah, my fault. Yeah. My fault. Nine out of the ten. We got nine out of ten. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Man. What a what a good uh what a good streak here we just went on. Um. I hope everybody has enjoyed this. Um. If you like. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share, and uh, let everybody know where they can find a good retrospective pro wrestling podcast where we enjoy um, uh, reliving these moments and uh, having fun with them, as Dave and I always do. And we have 200-plus archive episodes. Let them know where you can find us. Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, um, Apple Podcast, anything, Podbean. Searching Retromania with a W. Dave, where can we find you? And then we'll, we'll sign off. And as always, everybody, happy Wrestlemania. I hope it fucking happens. If not, uh, fuck you, coronavirus. And yeah. uh, maybe we'll figure out uh, uh empty stadium match with Terry Funk. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can find Kicking Out It too if it didn't get the coronavirus by then. Uh, on Facebook and Twitter, facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out It too, as well as our Twitter handle at Kicking Out Two. Links to archive shows, videos, uh, articles, GIFs, memes, all kinds of fun stuff in retro pro wrestling form uh, on both our Facebook and our uh, our uh, our Twitter page. Links to archive shows is up there as well as along with where you can find them uh, at the Retro Mania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Podbean. All right. With that being said, everybody, sayonara. Goodbye. Take care. Dig it.